0: Well, hello, one and all, and welcome to Think Piecing. I'm your host, Grace Hancock, and welcome to Wednesday morning or Wednesday night or really any day of the week because podcasts are flexible and that's great. Uh, Wow, it's been a big week, been a big week, uh, been a hot week. Um, Literally, LA has broken (laughs) like all time records of just uh, being Satan's asshole. So, what a time to have deodorant. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got my car fixed this week. That was very exciting. It was sort of my uh, my first foray into uh, the public. <laughs> and uh, it was very exciting. Ken came with me because uh, I have fun social anxieties. And while we were waiting, we went and got uh, some little treatsies at a little uh, local spot here. And it was kind of fun. I mean, it was very fun. It was interesting and weird, but also good. It was like our first time... Going out, you know, and it's you know the tables are all far apart, and you can only sit on the patio. And when they come over, you put your mask on, and then when you're having little num nums, num nums, nom nums. There we go. When you're having your nom nums, you take your mask off. So it was kind of like a good way to like dip my toe in. And then, um, and then I got my car washed because one of our uh coupley like what is the word like? Tr- it's not a truce, maybe a compromise. Um, is that we have a two car garage that got converted into other things. So our cars, even though we have two cars, we have a two car garage, would have been would have been nice to have parked. but but you know, a couple stuff. So we don't park in there, so we park in the driveway. And I'm telling you this <laughs> deeply, deeply adventurous and interesting tale because we live under several gigantic hundreds and hundreds of year old pine trees. Uh, which just shit all over your car. Just 24-7, just layers and layers of sappy shit. So I, I so I got my car fixed. I got my car washed for the first time since February of this year. And uh, felt pretty good. So she looks real cute. And she's all good to go. So that made me feel really good. And then we, I had the wonderful, amazing show with the boys at the Viper Room this weekend. Again, totally safely distanced and masked and all that kind of fun stuff. Um, it was approximately 4,000 degrees, but they killed it. And it was a lot of fun and... I'm so happy that uh, I was able to go and that they, you know, it was a to- a complete success. And plus I got to talk to all the cool fucking dudes who have worked there for like 40 years who used to tour with guns and roses. And I was just like, Oh, my people. And they had a lot of ghost stories. So I was really, really in my happy place there. Um, I love me. I love me some, some fucking cool rock. Uh, I love the sunset strip. It's for sure my favorite place in LA. Uh, so as far as like socially spots, you know, I guess my favorite spot is, I don't know, my couch, but second favorite spot, the Sunset Strip. So that was super cool. And it was again, nice to just like be out, even though it was kind of weird because everybody's like <laughs> 10 feet apart and we're all like, hi, like waving across the room. Like a couple people did elbow bumps, um, which like felt weirdly sexual to me. I actually didn't partake in any elbow bumps, uh, but you know, I'll, I'll get there. And Ken made a joke in his show that we, uh, that we order White Claw from Instacart, which was a very funny joke, but he, but as you may know, some humor is fictional. Did I just explode everybody's brain? Um, but that is actually not true at all because both Ken, both Ken and I actually tried White Claw for the very first time at that show, delicious, delicious. I was like, dude, this is what all the fucking white girls have been raving about. Where have you been all my life? That shit is eh, crisp, refreshing. And it gets the job done. You know what I'm saying? I was like shocked. I was like, oh, it's like a liqueur. Nom, nom, nom. Tasty. I had it like in between my tits, trying to cool myself down. And uh, I I mean, 10 minutes later, I was flying high, I, and, which I appreciated because it was the hottest day of the year up until the next day, <laughs> which was Sunday. So Saturday, and people were being like, oh, yeah, it's like 100 degrees. It's like, right. But in the Viper room, it was about 115. And I'm not being hyperbolic. I'm not exaggerating. Like it was uh, akin to walking across coals, you know, like in South America, like I just can only imagine that's what it was like. So like, look, it was what a fun, weird way to be reintroduced to the world. Cause you're like, hi, I'm grace. I stink. I've sweat through this outfit 18 times. I've never, I've never been so happy to shower I think in my life, cause we're, cause you know, we're there for hours and hours and hours and hours. And I felt so bad cause there was obviously a few people that, you know, again, safely distanced, but there was a lot of people that I met for the first time. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't usually look like a possum that was found in the sewer, but it's so, so nice to meet you. But it was fucking dope. It was dope as hell. Love the Viper Room. And then of course we came home. And uh, rewatched the Ghost Adventures episode at the Viper Room. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing! So that was so. That's what's up. So big week, big big sweaty week. Like it's just uh, just sweat. It's a fun time. Also, I finally have a new printout in my on my in my. I think both works. On my Society6 page. No, I think it's my in my Society6 shop, I think is the correct vernacular. Uh, but I finally have a new uh, printout uh, in there, and it's very exciting. Uh, it's a lot of work to get those fuckers up there, so sorry for the delay. I'm going to try and be much, much, much better about it now that I have like a new system going in the new house. Um, and by new, I mean the one that we've lived in for over a year, but you get it. Times are tough. So that's exciting. So I'm going to put that as part of the pics of the day, That's going to be down there um, if you want to check that out. And fun fact behind this painting, I... uh, Whoa, that was weird. Ken literally texted me just as I said that. But uh, it's a painting that I painted for Ken Napsok. So it's a very special uh, print, and uh, I dig it. So if you're interested in that, I will put the link in that. As far... In that, in the show notes. Show notes. Okay. As far as watch party is concerned... Uh, me and my sister and my brother-in-law are continuing our Marvel watch party, which at one point I was like having so much fun and I got sad. I was like, someday we're going to run out of these. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> no, no, we're not. So uh, we recently watched Winter Soldier and uh, he hat. That's it. That's all I have to report. And we've also been watching the Nexium doc on HBO. I think it's called The Vow. I'm going to link that in today's Pick of the Days, uh, Picks, Oh God, you know, guys, we're going to get through this and it's going to be just fine. But it's really, it's very well done. It's very heartbreaking. I think it's an important watch though. I think this is one of those things that it's like, the, the more, you know, you know, it's like there is a lot of, oh, I don't know why that went off. I don't know what this is. Phones, man. Like Ken texted me and my sound didn't make any noise. And then my mom texted me and it did. Dude, speaking of Twilight Zone shit, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to get into it because we have a big episode today. But I got a lot of super, super weird, like, social media interactions with the Skinwalker Ranch shit. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm convinced that, like, Brandon Fugel has, like, bots or people or aliens or Skinwalkers that he's hired to, like, do stuff on the internet when he, he's like a keyword or skinwalker ranch is a keyword. It was pretty bizarre. I'm not going to lie. So, uh, sh- the plot thickens. Do you know what I mean? But the next team doc is very, very, whew, I mean like all of them and cults, you know, it's a bummer. <laughs> cults are a bummer, but, um, Hey, I, I was essentially in a cult. My parents were for sure in a cult. I think most people have probably, been introduced or rubbed elbows with a cult uh and uh don't do that let's do our best not to do that so i think by watching stuff like this it's just i don't know like you can learn some signals learn some signs i think that you can never have too much knowledge you know what i mean i feel like that a lot with true crime it's like people are like that's so morbid and it's like yeah but you know what i never fucking thought of that and so now i have a lock on my chimney you know what i mean like i don't know the more you know and also weird Star Wars connection. The woman who plays, oh fuck, is it Amber Roo in episode one? Um, her name is Bonnie something or other. You you would have thought that I would have looked this up. I didn't. I guess I could do it now, but nah. But she she was in it and luckily she was not a part of DOS, which if you're familiar with the story, you know what I'm talking about, thank God. But uh, but she was in it, her husband was in it, and they're like two of the main characters in it. So it's just a, a really weird connection just because it's like, oh, this, this happens to everybody. Like this isn't... You know, like they're not just targeting. Everybody is susceptible, and that's terrifying. 2020, my friends. Also, on a lighter note, we watched Mulan, and it was very sweet and very cute. As always with all of the live action Disneys, uh, I'm always a little disappointed because I secretly just want everything to be directed and written and and created by Guillermo del Toro, and I want everything to be like dark and witchy as fuck. Uh, missed the mark there because I always forget that it's Disney, and I kind of felt like the previews made this look a little more uh intense than i thought it was gonna be but i really really loved it i grew up obviously watching all those disney movies so um i was like (laughs) oh my god um so totally totally worth it um but again i just want shit to be dark you know what i mean i remember when they were making maleficent and they cast angelina Jolie, and i was like oh fuck and then it was like pg i was like "Mm -mm -mm. no 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 but i get it fucking disney got to bring in the kids, but I'm like, but what about me? Anyway, so those are my thoughts on that. Uh, very, very interesting talk here uh, on Think Piecing, your favorite show. So we are going to be talking about crystals today, and I am mega excited about this. Um, I am a total crystal witch, and I dig it, and you know that I love to talk about uh woo-woo shit, but with uh, backings if that's, it's a horrible way to put it, but I know that you guys know what I'm talking about. It's too hot to live, let alone speak. So, so crystals 101, we're going to be doing a crash course. I'm really excited about it. I really, really like crystals. I've always really liked crystals. And I only very recently have completely come to, I mean, not completely, I don't know if you can ever completely, but I've only recently come to understand the whole gambit of what we're dealing with here, because I just have always been a weird, weird child. Um, I have a crystal right now in front of me on my desk that I've literally had since I was little. I remember distinctly finding it on a walk, I think with like my older sister and maybe my dad when I was real little, like I want to say like literally five, like I was just a teeny, teeny little boo boo. Um, And I remember finding this crystal and being like, holy fuck. And I like took it home and I've had it this whole time. I've had it for, for 8,000 decades uh, yes, I am in fact uh, the Red Witch from Game of Thrones, and that is exactly how I look in the morning—just uh, a, a naked old lady. So, so I've always been really, really attracted to them, not really understanding why. And I—I I think I've mentioned this before. I would every time I would go on a walk when I was little, and honestly, now, um, if I find something that I like, I just I pick it up and I take it home, and I make friends with it, and it comes to live with with me. So, I've always been like that, and so it's interesting that it's kind of come full circle into adulthood that I'm like, oh, like. I'm I was like an OG crystal lover like I've always loved rocks I've always loved like earthy shit I've always loved plants and animals I was just born to be a witch is what I'm saying so we're gonna fucking get into it and a couple notes right up the top I am for sure gonna mispronounce shit it's hot as titties out and also there's a lot of like mineral names and stuff not that we're gonna do like a deep dive on minerals although I could be down Um, But I will for sure mispronounce things, and so I just apologize now. Also, I will occasionally use the word crystals and stones interchangeably. So I just wanna set that now. So if you're like, well, stones, because a stone sounds like a shitty, ugly rock. No, I'm just talking about like an individual crystal stone. So I will be using them interchangeably. And uh, any questions while I get some water? Oh, that is refreshing. No questions? Okay, cool. So crystals. They've been called the stone people, earth's messengers, and wisdom keepers. The word crystal comes from the Greek word meaning ice and rock crystal, which is super badass. Crystals are literally just this. They're solid symmetrical structures with regularly ordered atoms and molecules that are packed in repeating patterns that are called a crystal lattice that extend in all three dimensions of space and have the ability to generate, absorb, channel, focus, and emit energy. Fun fact, Many of the first radios ever invented used crystals to transmit the radio waves. What? You mean there's science to crystals? Yes, you mere mortal. The power of crystals is not just a bunch of woo woo hooey as the kids say. So also, you can just think of like how sunlight shining through a prism creates a bunch of facets of light. It's, it's the same concept. It's like, here's some light. Holy shit, there's a lot more light. Here's some energy. Holy shit, there's a lot more energy. Get it? Crystals are formed in liquids like magma or water, or they can be formed in gas that is pushed up from the earth. And as the liquid evaporates and cools, the minerals within that liquid bond and become beautiful. And fun fact, the harder crystals are formed within higher temperatures, which I like to take as a really nice metaphor for 2040. 2040. Oh God, can you imagine if it was still 2040, we're still doing this? (gasps) Ooh, the horror! I was trying to say is I like to think of this as a fun metaphor for 2020 because think of how much stronger we're all going to be after this shit show. Am I right? Crystals are technically a part of the mineral kingdom. And as you know, there are a lot of minerals that are very good for us and uh, they strengthen the physical aspects of the body like bones and tissues, uh, all that kind of good stuff. So they're good for all kinds of things. So it actually makes a lot of sense that crystals and minerals are both very balancing to the recipient. And the shape and anatomic structure of a crystal are what defines it. The defects, quote unquote, within a crystal can actually further define its individual healing properties. So rather than being seen as irregularities, they're actually used with very powerful effects and can be used very intuitively for different healing things, uh, healing properties, which again, another beautiful lesson for humans who like crystals are from the earth and also Side note, crystal structures have a lot of similar structures to our own DNA, like dodecahedrons, icosahedrons, etc. And when we die, we return to the Earth. So don't forget that Mother Earth says that your, quote-unquote, defects are actually your secret weapons. And what she says goes... And that makes me feel good on the inside. So there we go. And actually, in fact, the healing properties of each crystal can be associated with the way in which it was formed. So the same type of crystals found in different areas with different geopathic stresses will hold different resonances. So every crystal, nobody is shocked, is extremely unique with its own energetic signature. And just like us, their life journeys completely inform who they are. How adorable is that? They're like little people, little stone people. Crystals can generate energy through a process known as the piezoelectric effect or piezoelectricity which generates an electrical field obviously and there's a lot to this that I won't go into now because I know that not everybody here is going to be as big of a fucking nerd as I am they're gonna be like oh my god yes Uh, but essentially just boils down to the fact that when crystals are compressed or squeezed or struck they generate an electrical charge. And to take it a step further, we, as we all know, consist of electromagnetic energy. So when we're holding a crystal, our frequencies interact with the crystal's frequencies and it creates kind of a similar piezoelectric effect and the crystal vibrates and the energy that it creates can be transmitted to our own internal energy pathways. So they have energy, we have energy, and together we work with crystals for healing and for manifesting. Yay! So the energy that every crystal emits is unique. And if it's around something with a lower frequency, like, for instance, your body, like if you're thinking shitty thoughts or if you have illness or something, whatever, whatever, it will help to elevate it to a higher frequency due to physics. And more specifically, the law of entrainment, which is also very important in Reiki and really all energy healing as well. So that was discovered in 1665 by Dutch scientist and physicist Christian Huygens. And it just states that when two different frequencies are in the presence of one another, they will always eventually come into resonance with each other, and the lower frequency will move up to meet the higher one. Are you, do you have the chills? Are your nips hard? Yet another reason why you want to be so, so, so careful with who and what you're spending time with, including your thoughts, which also have frequencies, Thoughts are just energy because the lower frequency will tend to be brought up. So it's like, be around people who are bringing you up. Hello. One of the first pieces, pieces, one of the first pieces, what is this? Grace, use your mouth. One of the first pieces of scientific evidence relating to the power of crystals um, was done by this guy, Marcel Vogel, who was a scientist at IBM for a long, long time. And he's had, I mean, he just has a lot of super cool shit. If you want to do a deep dive on somebody and a lot of like the studies he did and the life that he led, he is absolutely somebody that is fascinating but we're, we're just going to do like a, a, a five second thing on him. So he, he's the one who created the first LCDs, which stands for liquid crystal displays. And he discovered that crystals are affected by human thoughts and words, which proves that crystals can be programmed. So he would study crystals under a microscope and he would literally watch them change shape on a molecular level based on his thoughts, which again are just energy, Mind-blowing. So again, this takes us back to how intention can be measured and it can be projected. We talked about this in episode five. So it's just like, what, you're amazing. So crystals, uh, the use of crystals is included in stories and cultural traditions throughout history around the entire world across cultures and time periods. Similar crystals were being used for specific ailments, in different parts of the world across time. So even though these people had no contact or communication with each other, the properties and the effects that crystals were exhibiting were clearly not just pulled out of some hippie's ass. Like people were noticing the same thing across time and space, even though they never spoke or interacted. And I think the first time that we hear about crystals is when we talk about the city of Atlantis. I don't I, I'm sure there's like a whole school of thought that thinks that that's a real place. I actually don't know what I think on that, but... Atlantis was is a city that Plato wrote about in 360 BC where he wrote extensively about the Atlanteans, I guess. I don't know. Did I just make that up? The Atlantean people used crystals, and I think there's actually quite a bit of lore saying that they like became too powerful for their own good because they were misusing the crystals or something. I don't know. I don't know that you can misuse a crystal, but I wasn't there. I don't know. Talk to Plato. Um, Also ancient Sumerians, uh, they used crystals in their rituals. Ancient Egyptians used crystals in their jewelry. They used it with their makeup. So metal. They used, uh, they put it in their armor for protection. Cleopatra was obsessed with crystals, obviously because she was a total bad bitch. Uh, In ancient Greece, they studied crystals for the different properties that they exhibited. Ancient China used jade in instruments and burials um, and for physical imbalances. I think they used jade for like kidney imbalances. And in India, in Ayurvedic medicine, they used crystal energy to correct physical, emotional, and metaphysical imbalances within the body. So the point to that like mini history lesson is just that there's a reason crystals have been popular since like always. So crystals are obviously widely used for their individual healing properties. Uh, There's a crystal for absolutely everything. Like do you have a headache? Sure. There's a crystal for that. Can't get pregnant. Great. Here's a fertility stone, like wanting new opportunities. Great. Here's this. I personally use them for manifesting, for decoration, for physical and emotional healing. I use them in my Reiki sessions. I use them to keep me calm and grounded and happy. I use them for energy cleansing. I use them for stress relief. Crystals are hugely, massively, intensely grounding. My favorite thing because crystals are literal pieces of earth energy. So they're very, very grounding, which is you know nice i have crystals in the in the chihuahua beds i have they have like 879 beds in this home so i have a little like safe uh, little piece of selenite in all their little bedsies uh because crystal healing is for pets too you can pick crystals for pets in the same way that you would for humans but also uh salt pretty delicious salt is a crystal that you can literally add to anything and it will taste better because salt's the shit Um, It's uh, also used in microchips for laptops, tablets, watches, lasers, ultrasound equipment. Um, Again, LCD, liquid crystal display. So anything LCD has crystals. Also, a lot of electronics have a silicon processor chip and silicon comes from quartz. So it's interesting to point out that chips, like a processor chip, hold information and they're made out of crystals, which hold information. What a fun little thing that we're noticing here. Um, You can also use it for energy clearing and cleansing for the home. Crystals are used in feng shui, jewelry, talismans, touchstones. Uh, You can use them in spells. You can use them in crystal grids, which we're gonna talk about. There's just no end to how crystals can be used. So here are a few of my favorite crystals that I am working with right now. And I'm not going to touch on it much today, but just so you know, all crystals have a corresponding chakra. So you can research the best crystals for uh, specific chakras that you feel are under or overactive. They also have crystals associated with uh, astrological signs, colors, elements, whatever you're amped about or working on, you can find a way to incorporate crystals. So, I think probably my favorite outside of courts, which we're going to talk about, but my number one right now is carnelian and it's, these are, I'm just going to give little paragraph summaries of everything that they are for. So carnelian or carnelian, carnelian, who knows, uh, courage, vitality, confidence, action, influx of creative and sexual energy. Remember that sexuality, uh, sex energy, isn't just about like, nookie sex magic is all about creation um it's also for passion power assertive will manifestation it assists in taking action to manifest goals helps gentle souls make things happen like myself overcome fear of taking action embrace change and transformation releases stress banishes sorrow vitality it purifies and sanctifies your bodily temple it breaks negative habits and improves overall health what can't it do that's a sexy ass crystal and y'all know it. I'm also obsessed with aventurine. Um, this is one of the luckiest crystals, vitality, growth, confidence. It's the stone of optimism, lightness, humor, prosperity. It clears and reinforces emotional, the emotional body and specifically the heart chakra. It releases attachment to outcome. Hello. It helps you present, uh, or it helps you be present and hopeful. It's for optimism and joy. It's very heart-centered, like I said, and it's good for uh, maintaining peace during difficult emotional experiences. It helps to release past relationship and relationships and life situations, growth, renewal, healing. It regulates your heart and circulatory systems. It stimulates cell repair and growth. It stimulates life force and physical vitality. Hello. Amazing. Am I right? And then and don't worry, I'm not going to just like go through every crystal that I've read. there's only like five. But um, also citrine, amazing for manifestation. And you'll notice that a lot of the ones that I'm working with right now are all very, very, very particularly uh, chosen for their manifesting help, manifesting uh, assistance. So Citrine is for manifestation, personal will, mental clarity, creativity, imagination. It's very warming and comforting and uplifting. Uh, It helps you express your individuality. I mean, I guess I don't really need much more of that, but hey, I'm down. It's good for self-confidence. It connects you to your higher self. It combines your mind with your will. It assists in learning, assists in acquiring wealth. It lightens dark thoughts. We should have sent some to Kylo. Optimism, playfulness, happiness. It overcomes depression, digestion metabolism and uh, weight loss increase energy weight loss increase energy oh it'll help with weight loss because it increases energy during exercise <laughs> sometimes I can't read my own notes and then selenite I am obsessed with selenite selenite is the ideal crystal for energy cleansing it's one of the few that has the ability to very quickly unblock stagnant energy and remove any negative energy or energy and it evokes this uh, very calming kind of vibe. It's very peaceful, and it's also good for mental clarity, spiritual activation, communion with higher self. It's definitely considered to be something that opens you up to your spirit guides and to angels. It clears etheric blockages and debris. It helps with a free flow of energy through your higher chakras. It stimulates your emotional body, compels forward movement, overcomes stagnation, stimulates healing with high frequency energy. These are the little um, crystals that I have in all of the- 800 chihuahua beds that we have because it's a very good it's one of the like if you're gonna go for any crystals it's in like the top five of like yeah if you or if you're feeling overwhelmed and you don't know where to start you cannot go wrong with selenite plus I just as you know I'm not like a big person on color (laughs) so I like uh, the black and white stones and selenite is white Um, also the sunstone the sunstone carries a light and happy energy of the sun. It's a very protective stone that stimulates your personal power, creativity, strength, your leadership qualities. It's a lot about, um, like an abundance of blessings It inspires responsibility, conviction, it aids in prosperity, encourages like a good attitude. It overcomes self doubt. Hello. It, uh, is also good with supporting the endocrine and reproductive systems. All right, cool. And then the last one that I was going to talk about is clear quartz. clear quartz is just ridiculous. It's called the master healer and its ability to be programmed for manifestation is just absolutely unlike any other crystal. It generates energy like crazy. It's very balancing. It's very harmonizing. It's very purifying on all body, mind, and spirit levels. It's very stimulating to our bottle's subtle energies, which then inform the physical body. So that's good. It helps with mental clarification. It's it's an insanely strong amplifier, whether that's with other crystals or with your intention. And that's why I use these ones specifically with my manifestation bundles. Like if you're only ever going to get one crystal, especially for manifestation, get a clear quartz crystal. They're just ridiculous. They activate and amplify your programmed intentions like crazy. They raise the energy of other crystals like crazy because it's just super piezoelectric. And I use it as the center stone of my crystal grids, which again, we're going to go go over shortly. And the good news is, is that most crystals, like a lot of crystals are part of the quartz family. You may just not know. So a lot of crystals are going to have all of these amazing properties. Like obviously rose quartz is quartz, but amethyst is quartz, aventurine is quartz, citrine, jasper, all quartz. So they're pretty legitimate. And they also, quartz is defined by having a hexagonal internal structure, and they're also called explorers. So explorers are known for their ability to help you achieve your desires. So it's just like, yes, please, and thank you very much. Also, just as a couple general ones for abundance, some go-tos are jade, pyrite, tiger's eye, green calcite, and moonstone. For peace and love and like just like a happy like yummy stuff, amethyst, rose quartz, uh, celestite, rhodonite. I use a, a rose quartz roller like on my face, and it's good for, because it's not just for romantic love, but it's also good for self-love. So I love that in like your self-care practice. And then for protection, tourmaline, red jasper, shungite, smoky quartz, those are all great options. So the good news is, is that in... Today, I mean, shit, like I'm so happy we're not like 200 years ago where they're like, get on the stake, you witch. But there's a ton of resources about crystals, thank God. So there's books, there's blogs, there's Instagram feeds, there's apps. So there's definitely a ton of resources that you can go to get started. So if you have something specific you want to address, go for it. If you're really, really overwhelmed, you know what the fuck you're doing, go with Clear Quartz. And we're going to talk about how to shop and choose your crystals here in a minute. But first, I want to talk about crystal grids. So placing crystals in a specific formation creates a universal energy field that can enhance the power of crystals. Holy shit. So a crystal on its own can absolutely be used to address an imbalance, but having them as part of a grid, utilizing the amplified energy of the other stones is much more powerful. It's like, just think like, news team, assemble! Like, we're just bringing in reinforcements. Like, the more the merrier. So a crystal grid is exactly what it sounds like. You place your crystals in a circular pattern or grid, and the grid can be as big as small as you are as you like your crystals can be as big or as small as you'd like totally up to you, your preference. And you do this because it adds the magic of sacred geometry, which has a harmonic resonance to the existing power of crystals to make for a ridiculously easy and very powerful tool for manifesting your intentions. And I'll post uh, I'll post a picture of one or several on uh, the show's socials. If you've never heard of this and you're just like, "The fuck is that?" I'll post them um, on the show socials so that you guys can see them. But you can put them in different shapes. So here's like some good kind of go-to's but again feel free to get creative so the Fibonacci Spiral is great for expansion the Vesca Piscis is great for like new projects new endeavors Boromian Rings great for unification Triketra is great for creative pursuits new beginnings the seed of Life is great for completion or like seeing something through to completion Metatron's cube, which is great for problem solving, the flower of life, which is great for self-worth and for deep complex issues um, for like a really deep level healing. So those are some great options. Those are a lot of the common options. And these are all very energetically complex symbols, which is why they work. You're actually creating an energy field. And you can Google any of these to see what they look like. Again, obviously check the show socials, I'll post stuff. But um, also if you have a religious symbol that you love, if you wanna do a cross or a star of David Or a pentagram or a pentacle, feel free to use those as well. And so, a little crystal grid crash course. We're gonna set your intention. Well, you're gonna set your intention. I'm not gonna help you with this. Emotionally, I will send you good vibes. So, okay, fine. We will set your intention. (laughs) And then choose how you're going to represent that intention and place it in the center of your grid. You can just infuse your central crystal with it. You can also just write out your intentions in the present tense, of course. Um, on a tiny piece of paper and just put that in the center. That's what I do. You could also use objects that represent your intention, like a photo. Maybe it's not even a photo of you. Maybe it's like something out of a magazine, whatever the hell you want. Whatever you want is fine. There's no wrong way to do this. And then choose crystals that resonate with that intention. This is very open-ended because again, crystals are very positive, very healing, have a lot of really incredible properties to them. So it's not like there's only one crystal for everything. And a crystal is going to make every person who holds it feel differently. So use your intuition, but choose your crystals and then choose a place for your grid, generally a sacred prominent place, which is what I say for all crystals and crystal grids. And uh, this is also a great place to utilize feng shui, if that's your jam. Like if you wanna put it in a specific uh, corner of your home or section of your home and choose your shape. And then create your grid. It's that easy. So a grid is essentially just your center focus stone, which is going to draw in energy. And you can use any stone you'd like, but I highly recommend clear quartz, which is I think probably like one of the more most common ones. Um, generally, the center stone is a larger stone, but again, there's no wrong way to do this. Thank God. So what I do is I just set my uh, my center stone on top of the piece of paper that has my intentions written out on it and then there's surrounding stones which are generally the energy conduits and then around that are the intention stones and these ones really refine the energy and are they should be indicative of the intention that's in the center hence intention stones and then around that you can do a fourth layer of perimeter stones that's actually totally optional it's essentially just like putting a fence around your house it's like locking it all in monoclinic and triclinic stones are perfect for this but that's not uh you don't have to do that but you can, if you would like, and then meditate with and on your grid, like make sure, like tune into it, make friends with it, make sure that it feels like it has the right energy for whatever your intention is. And that that energy is flowing. Like, does it, it should feel, or maybe, I mean, I'm very like tuned in. So I feel energy, like obviously really strongly as somebody who does Reiki, but I think that you can generally kind of even if you're you're new to energy work or crystals just just feel it out maybe do hovering with your hands and just make sure that it feels resonant to your intention. I think that if you're like let's say you are a model and you're wanting to book a huge like Burberry gig so you put like a Burberry ad in the middle or something I don't fucking know. But it's like you're not going to if that's your intention like just think on that, meditate on that and your grid will be infused with that. So I only say all of this as directions and as pointers, but know that if you don't, if you miss one of these steps, you know, you're not going to get wrong. I mean, definitely like program your stuff, but really it's fine. Don't panic. And then, so listen to your intuition, you know, make any adjustments as necessary. You know, if you want to move a couple stones around or swap a couple, whatever, have fun with it. Um, and then we're going to activate it. So this is, I mean, other than, this is probably the, the only part that you absolutely have to do because this is kind of when you infuse it. And so I obviously activate mine with Reiki. You can make this a little ritual with yourself if you'd like. You can say your intentions out loud to the stones and just ask that every cell in your body would resonate on every level with this intention and then thank the stones and the universe. Like a great template that you can use is, I ask that the highest levels of love and light would bring blank to fruition. I ask for these things or their equivalents or better according to free will, harming none and for the good of all, thank you. Like that's a great template to use. Always thank the stones, you can use a personal mantra, you can use the Ganesha mantra, you can use prayer, you can cheers your grid with your moon water, you can't do it wrong. And then when it feels charged and ready to go, you're done, you've created a beautiful energy loop for yourself. To enrich your life. And every time you walk by it, you see it, or you think about it, remind yourself of your intentions, breathe them in, accept them in, invite them in those heightened vibrations, and you'll start to attract more high frequency people and situations. And we'll start to get the whole wheels turning towards these intentions because we are what is around us. Like if your crystal grid is sending out this yummy high vibe stuff, you can't help but absorb it because it's in your home or it's in your room or it's under your pillow. I don't know, wherever you want to put it. So leave a grid up for a bit, trust your intuition on when it's time to maybe do another one or to like give it a refresh. I like refresh mine every day, or you can try a new symbol. And when you're ready to break down your grid, start from the outside. Like if you used perimeter stones, start there or just start with the intention stones if you didn't, um, and then just pick each one up individually and then, you know, clear them and then move on with your life and do another one or have more fun or whatever you want. And we're going to just briefly take it a step further and talk about crystal Reiki because crystal Reiki is just absolutely banana cakes. So I am also a certified crystal Reiki master in addition to my just normal Reiki, like my Asui Reiki Rioho master teacher certification. I know, I'm so fancy, I get it. But Reiki healing with crystal healing is a dream team because Reiki amplifies crystal energy. So those healing properties of crystals already have Reiki amplifies it. And then crystals amplify any energy. So by giving it Reiki energy, the energy that it is transmitting and amplifying is not just good healing energy, but it's good Reiki healing energy. So they feed into each other, creating this beautiful loop of high-frequency healing that is just delicious. Because especially since Reiki enters through the crown chakra, while crystals bring in this grounding earth energy. So they meet in the middle for just the most, it's It's so balancing, it's so harmonizing. Together they are just the shit. This is why I have the manifestation bundles because it's just crazy exciting and powerful and I want everyone to have all the help that they can possibly get because as a collective, when you win, I win. When you're doing well and feeling good, the earth feels it, humans feel it, animals feel it, your plants feel it. So let's all win together, you know what I mean? Adding Reiki to crystals is like giving Thor his hammer. It's like Thor, pretty legit. Thor with his fucking hammer? unstoppable that's what that's what crystal reiki is it's just insanity so choosing your crystals the general consensus is that the crystal chooses you every crystal has its own frequency so different crystals will resonate differently with you so there's no humans there are no two alike crystals there are no two alike and yet somehow we find each other it's beautiful so you can go in knowing like you can start shopping knowing if there's a specific healing property that you're shopping for like i don't know maybe you get headaches i don't know uh, but you can also just go in, whether that's in a physical store or online, and just go and see what feels right. Because regardless of what a crystal is, quote unquote, supposed to do, what matters the most is how it makes you feel, a.k.a. intuition. Here we go again. So I usually just use the trade name, which just means like the common name that it goes by, like smoky Quartz. Um, the mineral name is going to be really obviously much more specific if you're really particular about a certain type of thing. So it's just something to pay attention to, but I use the trade names with no issue. Um, and also, you know, just do your research ahead of time if you're going to be worried about that. Cause like citrine is a quartz, but it's not called quartz. But if you go in and you're like, well, I really want to get a quartz crystal, just know what the different families are and all that kind of good stuff. But so trade names will sometimes not be as clear as you'd like. So just know ahead of time. Um, and that's all very easily, like, Googleable and and all that kind of good stuff. So there's a couple different things that you can consider when you're making friends with a new crystal. You can look at and, uh, you know, weigh how you aesthetically like it because crystals are finished in different ways. So... This is totally up to your preference. People, Some people think that like raw is better, polished is better. It's totally your preference and whatever makes up your preference is important. Whether it's aesthetically you like one or the other, that counts. Whether the energy of the crystal is one way or the other for you, that counts. Like These are all important when picking a crystal. So they can be rough and raw, they can be tumbled and polished, they can be shaped like made into a pyramid. Um something that's important to point out is that sometimes certain stones are polished because there could potentially be an, uh, a mineral in that specific crystal that may not be safe so that's potentially why it's polished so that's something to pay attention to um also with shapes you can look you can look up uh plato's platonic solids for ideas on what different shapes mean and what their uses and corresponding elements and chakras and all that fun stuff crystal shapes don't change the type of energy that a crystal gives off but it can affect and even enhance how you experience that energy so I, I mean, I work with absolute, I work with rough, tumbled, polished, shaped, unshaped. Like I like, I like everybody cause it's just uh, a vibe thing. So, uh, like, but for instance, spheres, like a globe can be calming. Egg shaped are supposed to be for new experiences. Triangles are for focus and to clarify your perception. An obelisk is for trust and light. And a pyramid is for manifesting by infusing the physical, like your physical self with your higher self. This is why I use a clear quartz pyramid in the center of my crystal (laughs) grid, of my crystal grid, because it's like the ultimate manifestation tool. Like pyramids are a very, very sacred and ancient shape. And I'm a big fan of that. Um, Also clusters, like crystal clusters, vibrate at very high frequencies because they have so many points. So it's like, It's not just one, it's essentially like they're shooting off little energy bow and arrows into every single direction, Uh, which is again why I specifically picked clear quartz clusters for my manifestation bundles because they're just like super crazy good. Um, You might also be interested in the internal structures of crystals. They're generally categorized into six different structures. Cubic, which are considered amplifiers. They're very grounding. Hexagonal, which are considered explorers like quartz. They provide focus, direction. They're great for uh, manifesting. There's monoclinic, which are called protectors. They tend to be more effective for things on the physical plane. They're great for homes, offices, uh, you can do orthorhombic, which are are called releasers. They're very balancing, very cleansing. Tetragonal, which are called charmers or attractors. Um, and they tend to be best when they're coupled with other crystals. And then the last one being triclinic, which are good for perimeters. They're very strong. They can expand your perception and they have um, like a warding effect. That's why they're good for perimeters. And then you also might be into uh, the colors, which you can always, all of this is just, you can sense any of this intuitively, or if you want to seek out these colors and shapes, one, you know, chicken or the egg, like there's no wrong way to do it. So white is typically indicative of cohesion, freedom, hope, illumination, it's very purifying. Green, of course, of course. (laughs) Green is of course for growth. Green is of course for growth, new beginnings, productivity, health, abundance. Violet purple is great for intuition, inspiration. It's very heart-centered. It's very musical, if you're a musical person. Blue is very cleansing, calming. It's good for sincerity. Pink is good for love, love of all kinds, processing grief, romance, sensuality. Black, my favorite. Strength, protection, mystery, security, transformation. It releases self-doubt. Yellow is good for enlightenment, optimism orange is good for sexuality and again remember that that's not just like boning it's like that creative forceful like action type energy it's also good for elevating emotions for celebration and red is good for action self-worth energy courage and conviction so when you're shopping for a crystal i think just get grounded you know take a few deep breaths and you can even just set the intention that the perfect crystal will be delivered to you you know what i mean like You'll find each other. It's it's a beautiful, fun time for all. So you can also hover for vibes. You can hover for temperatures. Hold them in your hand for a couple minutes. How do they make you feel? It's very exciting. Once you start like paying attention to crystals, when you pick them up, like now when I pick up a crystal, I'm like, whoa, like it is really, really exciting. And this totally works for in-person and online. It's just like shopping for anything else. Like when I'm online browsing and I see a leather trench coat, a vegan leather trench coat, I will, I will specify like my heart literally stops for a minute. Like I die, I die for about 30 seconds and then I come back to life. I'm so excited. Like I get that same reaction with crystals. Like sometimes I'll just see one and I'm just like, Oh, I, I, me want that need need to buy immediately. Like I'm like smoky quartz. Hell yeah. I mean, I love all crystals, but I specifically, like I said, I like the like whiter black ones. Um, and crystals can be with you forever. They can be with you for a season Sometimes crystals can go missing. Trust that they will show up again when they're meant to be found. You might feel the need to give a crystal to somebody else. Trust that intuitive uh, push. And a crystal might actually break. And that literally means that it served its purpose. So it's like, oh, no, I might be sad. But it's also like, hey, that's cool because it's time for a new one. And just a quick note here. There are some crystals that you want to be careful with. Like I was saying earlier, some of them are polished, uh, just to make sure that there's no harmful minerals that you come into contact with. So just understand and respect your crystals. Some, uh, Like some crystals can contain like itty bitty amounts of copper or aluminum sometimes. So that's just something to be aware of. Like obviously don't put a crystal in your mouth. Don't put a crystal in your dog's mouth. Um, but also it just depends on like how you're going to be using it. Like are you even going to be touching it? Is it going to be near you? Um, some crystals shouldn't shouldn't be put like in elixirs that you're gonna like drink later if you're doing some kind of fun ritual stuff. Um, so don't overthink it and don't be fearful, just be aware. Like turquoise can have copper and aluminum in it. So large quantities of that can be harmful. So I just wanna make sure that you are aware. And now we're gonna talk a little bit about cleansing, clearing, charging, and programming. <laughs> it's a lot of words. So you always wanna cleanse a new crystal when you get it because it's passed through a lot of hands and we want to you know clean the proverbial slate if you will um and just just remember that we're not necessarily cleaning negative energy like we're just clearing dissonant energy i feel like sometimes we get a little overly anal about like negative vibes and like no like shit's not out to get you we just want to keep everything at elevated vibes so that you can (laughs) self-actualize you know what i'm saying so Um, also a little note here, sometimes cleansing, clearing, and charging are used interchangeably. And then also sometimes charging and programming are used interchangeably. So I don't know. English is shitty. I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. So ways that you can cleanse, clear, charge, whatever. You can use sage. You can use Reiki. You can use sound like sound bowls. You can use salt. Uh, salt water if that's something that they can tolerate just make sure you look it up like for example like do not get selenite wet Um, but you can use like cool or lukewarm water and you can soak them for like up to seven hours Uh, you can also just place them directly into sea salt like just dry sea salt you can also just use sunlight or moonlight Uh, apparently they say like one to two days max but I actually even think that that's a little bit long because I treat my crystals like my pets and I don't I wouldn't want to be left outside for one to two days so I think that like For me, if I'm going to do sunlight like an afternoon and moonlight like overnight, I think is fine. But also with sunlight, just be careful because some crystals can lose their color. Um, Also, large amethyst or quartz, like clear quartz, uh, clusters are good to cleanse other crystals. So you can actually set smaller crystals on top of big clusters like that. Um, You can also use herbs like sandalwood, frankincense, uh, myrrh, uh, although that does take a little bit longer than with the other methods. You can also bury crystals, like literally bury them in the ground. If they have a point, point it downwards, like towards the center center of the earth, and just ensure that you choose a place that has good energy, where it's not going to be disturbed or anything like that. And there's also a lot of belief that certain crystals are self-clearing and don't need to be cleansed. Like I hear this a lot about quartz and like selenite. And I I mean, I 100% believe that, but I personally still prefer to give all of my crystals a little loving bath from time to time. So I do uh, all I do that with all my crystals, like even though some of them may not need it as much as other ones. So my go-tos are obviously Reiki, Sage, Palo Santo, um, Sunlight, and Moonlight. It mostly just depends on how much time I have and just, you know, what my intuition is telling me. And of course, the best part of all is programming your crystals, which is infusing them with your intentions. Intentions, I know we've talked about them about, uh, before but they're like magnets. They will attract what will make them come true. So they should be attainable, they should be specific and measurable, um, and they should be time-based. So you got a crystal, you've cleansed it, and now we're going to make friends with it. We're going to hold it, we're going to carry it, maybe put it in our pocket. I got a crystal, got a crystal in my pocket. We're going to get to know them and then we're just going to we're going to hold it in your hands. I'm actually going to get mine. So I can use it as as an example to myself for this podcast. That's not visual. Great. Um, We're going to hold it in our hands. You're going to get centered. You know, take a few deep breaths. I always recommend in through the nose, out through the mouth, or just in and out through the nose. And just tell them your intentions. This can look however you want it to look. You and your crystal chose each other. You're going to know how to talk to it. So you can simply state your intentions into it. Like you can hold it into your hand, hold it into your hand, hold it in your hand, Get that piezoelectricity going. And then just say to it, like, if we're just going to say the, okay, abundance. So I'm holding it in my hands. And then I'm just going to say into it with a lot of gratitude in my heart, abundance, abundance, abundance. And then I'm going to say thank you. So it can be as simple as that. You can also use the, kind of like how we said earlier, The a great template for this is, I ask that the highest levels of love and light would bring blank to fruition. I ask for these things or their equivalents or better according to free will, harming none and for the good of all, thank you. Or you can also say something like, I ask that the highest vibration of love and light connect with my highest self to clear all unwanted energy in any previous programming. And I ask that this crystal would hold the intention of... Meow, 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 thank you. And while you're doing this, you're going to visualize it. You're going to live it. You're going to feel it. You're going to smell it. And the reason why we do this while we're programming the crystal, while it's in your hand, no matter how big or small it is, we do it because as you're doing that and you're, and you're living it, you're in your mind's eye, you physically start to take on the frequency of... Of that intention. So, like, if I'm doing it, like, I want a serious regular role. So, I'm holding it. So, I'm, I'm visualizing being in the makeup chair. I'm in my trailer. I'm driving to set. I'm working with my little ratsy sides. I'm doing rehearsals with my co stars. Like, as I'm thinking about that and visualizing it, and what am I wearing, and who am I working with, and what studio am I at, like, blah, 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 my body starts to take on, like, my hands just got hot, literally just talking about that. So, you start to take on that frequency, and it kind of shows the crystal, and the crystal's like, oh, so that's what we oh, So you want to be on a set in your trailer. You know, you want to be running through rehearsals. You want to be working. You want to be doing stunts. Okay, cool. And it's kind of just showing it what you want. So it's sensing that vibration. It's getting programmed with it. Like we saw Dr. Vogel prove. Actually, I don't know if he could technically be called a doctor, but we'll call him Dr. Vogel. Um, It's showing them that. So they're taking it on. So now they have that intention. They have that frequency. And then now as it's sitting in your home, hanging out, It's sending out those vibes and if you are not aligned with those vibes, let's say you're, I don't know, lower, it will start to bring you up because that's how physics work. It will bring you up to its level. How exciting is this? And then always thank your crystals. Always thank your crystals. Like, oh my God, I can't even tell you. It's so weird. Like I told you I was holding mine while I was doing that. Like my crystal and my hands are like on fire right now. I love it. Thank your crystals and then just go about your day. The universe will start to provide what you need for the highest good of all concerned. It might look different. It might be strange. Go with it. Be open, be heart centered. And then with storing, as I always say, I, my favorite phrase is just like a prominent sacred place. Um, cause they're also beautiful. They're beautiful in your home. They're beautiful to look at. Very grounding, all the good stuff. They're sending out that energy. Uh, just be aware of sunlight. Just remember that sometimes, uh, especially with amethyst. Oh, hi, Ratsy. Uh, Amethyst can especially, I feel like, get uh, a little like sun bleached. And then also just be aware of moisture because some crystals can't uh, prefer not to get wet. <laughs> uh, and that's it. That's it. How does everybody feel? Are you excited? Are you interested? Do you have questions? Let me know. Look, crystals are just an earth tool just like anything else. They're like a relaxing beach, a beautiful waterfall, a magical garden. Like the, the earth... She gives us so many tools to work with, and I'm so grateful, and I just want to eat up all of them. I get so excited about it. And also, crystals have been in the Earth's crust for a hella long time. They hold infinite wisdom inside of them. That's why they're literally called wisdom keepers, stone people. They have, like, the blueprints of life itself inside of them. Like, they can handle your fucking serious regular role. You know what I'm saying? She said to herself. So... Um, also you can follow my Reiki stuff if you want to, I talk a lot more about that kind of stuff on, uh, my Instagram, my TikTok, and my Facebook for my Reiki stuff, which is just at Reiki healing with grace everywhere. Oh my God. Both of the dogs are getting water right now and it is so precious. I can't, I can't, my heart, it'll explode. So, uh, but that's on that. So let me know what your favorite crystals are. Like send me pictures of your crystal grids. I'm, I'm happy to repost them. I'll post some of mine. It's all really exciting stuff. And, Um, I know that that was a lot of information all at once. I know I was talking a million miles a minute. I just get so excited, plus it's hot and I'm caffeinated. But more importantly, I know that crystals are fun. Reiki's fun. Manifesting is fun. Self-care is fun. But more importantly, so much more importantly, what's with Tony Stark's pants? What's with the boot cut, my man? What's happening there? You're telling me he has more money than God. And he can't hire a stylist? I mean, we all know Pepper isn't helping. All she has is weird white button downs and like low-cut jeans. Nah. Like you want to be comfy. I get it. You work in a cave. Grab some joggers, my friend. Joggers make everyone instantly cool. No matter what you identify as, no matter what size you are, no matter what body type you have, no matter what your coloring is, joggers make everyone look cool. Get some joggers. Graphic tees over thermals with your straight leg jeans. Oh, with the round toe boots. It hurts my feelings. I mean that. It hurts my feelings. And then with the facial hair, and I'm supposed to believe that he gets all kinds of whop. No, no, (laughs) ma'am. False news. I can't even tell you how horrifying. (laughs) I can't. Look. I'm enjoying watching the films, but every fucking scene the Tony Stark is and I'm like now what's happening now I understand there's obviously a lot of IP involved and maybe in the comic books that's all he wears I don't know I haven't read the comic books but we couldn't have given him like an upgrade no nobody oh hold on my thing just started playing <sighs> let me know your thoughts on that guys I, I have questions but an exciting call to action today Remember, always email me thinkpiecing at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app or just uh, tweet me or comment me. You get it. I'm available. Oh, Ratsy. She's getting another snack. I'm so proud. But next week, we have a very special guest. I'm very excited to welcome my one and only sister, Dawn Hancock, singer, songwriter, musician, overall badass, my best friend, my twin, the baddest bitch you've ever heard of, I'm really excited to have her. So if you have any questions for her, about her career, about her life, her dogs, whatever, uh, send those in to me in whatever way is easy for you. Uh, All those things I just talked about. We're gonna be talking about being seen about her career. We're going to be talking about Enneagrams or Enneagrams. No one really knows how to say them. Uh, Another uh, delightful shit. So I'm really excited and I can't fucking wait. She's been in my quarantine pod this whole time. So it means I get to have another in-person guest, which makes me happy because it's just, it feels more normal. So that's going to be next week and I'm thrilled about it. And I got a swig of water and for our tarot poll this week. And I realized that I didn't do a read for Kenneth last week because we were running long on time. Uh, So I did a three card poll today and I also, this was just really, really great. I have to say. So what I did, so the poll that I did, the question that I had, the intention that I had was what are some ways that we can level or that we can up level our careers this week? That was the the vibe that i put out as i'm shuffling blah 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 so we got the six of wands the six of swords and then the inverted queen of cups so this is very exciting like this made me very encouraged very happy like i almost got like a little choked up like not wholeheartedly because i don't have any feelings but like i was like oh that feels nice so sixes in tarot are are very good they're wonderful they're peaceful uh so the six of wands is literally called The Victory Card. It's about uh, recognition, rewards, harmony. It's very indicative of the calm after the storm. Any of this sounded familiar to anybody? So it's letting us know that we're past the worst. And in the the picture, in the artwork, it's like a, a celebratory procession. There's wreaths. It's very good <laughs> like this is a great card it's literally the triumph card and i was so so relieved to see to see that especially in regards because i was asking specifically about our careers and i asked like as the collective as all of us so very good card and then it was so weird because we also got the six of swords because again sixes are great and the six is the six of swords is like a boat moving on with like a couple passengers and he's like rowing them away. It's very indicative of moving away from past struggles. It's like the beginning of a new phase. It can also be indicative of like a move, you know, like we're moving from point A to point B, whether that's a new role, a new team, a new home we're stronger from our struggle. And now we're leaving it in the past where it belongs. We're embarking on a new path with more harmony, newness, new people, you know, whatever that looks like for you. So Again, really, really exciting, especially in regards to careers, because I know probably a lot of us listening, well, a lot of you listening, I guess I'm, well, I'll listen to this. I do have to, li- I have to like QB for sound. So to all of us listening, myself included, it's been a rough year for fucking careers, am I right? So very, very positive. And then very interesting that the last card that I got was the Queen of Cups inverted. The Queen of Cups is very femme, emotional, intuitive. She's very indicative of change. And her being inverted, but also the last card of the spread, felt really strongly to me that there's like, we have all this good stuff happening, but there's a few loose ends that we got to tie up before this new season. And it's specifically creative blocks, areas where we might be being rigid, or where we're having limited thinking, or perhaps not taking... Or maybe not being realistic about what we need to do to address these blocks. So it's like now is our opportunity. Like we're given, we're being given this little window of time right now to really align ourselves with our highest self so that this path to victory and triumph and six is here and six is there, can be cleared. So it's like good, good, and just a tiny stumble at the end, but it's I felt like it was really just indicative of loose ends, which I don't know about you guys, but that resonates with me like crazy. And like, for fuck's sake, I'm so ready for the next thing. So I was so, so highly encouraged by this. I felt like this was like the most exciting read I think I've done on this show. And I'm more than happy to be reminded to take accountability and to just get my P's and Q's in order. Like there's absolutely places where I can tie up some loose ends where I can stop living in the gray area, you know, like for me, like veganism absolutely falls under that category. It's like, if there's anything that's not aligned, it's like, Oh, okay, let's do with that. Oh, okay. Let's do with that. Like, let's take accountability. Like, let's do it. Let's move into this beautiful, bright future. I'm ready for it. Do you guys feel good? I feel good. I'm so excited. I want to go hang out with all my crystals, and I adore each and every one of you, and I so appreciate everybody's support. Thank you so much for listening and for being here. If you like the show and you obviously love it, hello. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. Rate and review the show, especially on Apple Podcasts. Support the show on my anchor page, anchor.fm slash thinkpiecing slash support, or you can just Venmo me at Mrs. Graceface, all one word. You can shop show merch in the link in the show's link tree. Oh, my God. I think that's the first time i I ever said that correctly, oh, big things are happening. Uh, I'm Grace Hancock, I love you. You can follow me everywhere at Mrs. Grace Face. You can follow the show everywhere at Think Peacing and I will see you all next week. Hey team, I'm Grace Hancock and I wanted to let you know that I'm adding new designs to my Society6 shop with several on their way. If you didn't know, you can go to Society6.com slash Mrs. and shop prints of my original artwork as well as tons of other items like stationery, notebooks, mugs, throw pillows. It's a great place to shop for gifts or just for yourself, especially in my shop if you like witchy expressionism. So head to Society6.com slash Mrs. and check it out.